Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a meal delivery plan that is 100% heart healthy, plant based, made without gluten, oils, or refined sugar. All customers receive eight meals and two sides for only $100 plus $9.99 shipping. They offer an exciting new menu each week that are shipped out on Mondays. Based in New Jersey, Try Vegan delivers north to Vermont, south to Maryland. West of Pennsylvania includes all major cities such as New York and Philly. There's no contractor commitment and you all, my audience, can save 25% off your first order. Promo code capital L, capital Y, capital T, capital Y, yoga. That's lit yoga. Website is tryveganmealprep.com. Vince is a friend of mine. He is an amazing human being and I have this myself. This saves me time and energy, and I get these delicious, delicious homemade meals delivered right to my doorstep. So try vegan yourself. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns. So together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is Friday with friends and I have a whole group of friends with me. I have the second part of some of my teacher trainee graduates from my last online 200 lit yoga teacher training. I'm so happy to have them here today from all over the world. And without further ado, I will introduce Julie first. Julie's coming on. Hello, I'm Julie Glick from Brookfield, Connecticut. Hi, Julie. Hey, Lara. I'm so happy to have you on here. So you're starting off (laughs) this whole group. Um, Can you tell us, like this training, as, as you know, and as everyone in your group knows, um, took place. It's a 10-week training and it took place over this these past few months. And we started off in February and we were going for a good um, click there. And then right in the middle, we were hit with this pandemic that is affecting the entire globe. And I'm just curious from your perspective, because we've had so many of these discussions in our in our Zoom groups and, and whatnot. Um, how did this how did the training help you or impact you at this time? And also, how did this pandemic affect the training? You know, um, who knew? Who could ever have foreseen something like this? 
I, I, I mentioned on one of our calls that I felt guilty for feeling happy <laughs> during this time, even though I would feel so sad and brokenhearted when I would see the news and everything. I felt such a sense of connectedness when everybody else was feeling disconnected. I felt like people from around the world were my friends. We were all cheering each other on. And it felt, it really it was in every sense of community. So because of the Zoom, we see each other. We, and then Facebook, we connected with each other. So when everybody else was feeling alone, I was feeling happily connected in, in that way. And I thought initially when I started the training, oh, good, I'm going to get stronger and more stable and heal my back and everything. And, and that happened and so much more happened. But what I didn't realize is that the way it would make me feel in my heart, too. And I think, in, I mean, in every sense of the word, feeling strong and feeling stable now more than ever is so important. And as within, so without, whatever you feel in your body is reflected in your world. And I feel really strong. And of course, I feel I, I went into this wanting to be a better teacher. So when I teach, I try to impart that feeling on my students too, via Zoom. <laughs> And I bet you do that so well. And I think probably not only your your students benefit from it, but everyone, you know, just benefits from this obvious, like everybody can sense your passion and your <laughs> sweetness, your sweetness. And I think Thank that um, sometimes it surprises people how Zoom can convey those things or how the medium of this, you know, technology can convey that. And you had already been Jim. teaching as well. You had already been a yoga teacher. Yep. For almost two years now, and I've been a student for 20 years. So I wasn't exactly a yogologist, <laughs> but I was very, very familiar with different types of yoga and what was working. And I felt that, I mean, I just turned the big 6 0, and I feel stronger than I have in 30 years, probably at least. I love that. I love that. I think that's what really speaks the most about moving from a really purposeful standpoint, which I think this, that is part of this method. It is yeah. that it is not random. It's not just like calling out poses, but there's a lot of an order to it. Truly vinyasa, it's, there's an order to it. There's a, a method to it. And I think that yeah. that purpose is, is what makes it safe and sustainable and for all ages. And I'm, you know, for all ages. you're such a great yeah. example of that. I think that, um, I mean, I was taught a beautiful way sequencing for vinyasa. It's just that I had the existing injuries and they kept getting worse. I was walking around like a little old man or woman, whatever. So I felt old <laughs> in my body and not my spirit. But I felt that from the get-go, from the resets, oh, I had like a V8 moment every time I did a reset. I still do. And I still lead, I read, I lead every class with the reset too. But to your point about the sense of purpose, it's, it's, None of the flows have anything arbitrary in it. It's all there for a very specific reason. Um, and that translates also to my personal sense of purpose and my mission. And I feel like if I can get all strong and collected and solid and integrated, then I can do what I came here to do. So there's a bigger purpose for it also. And this is only strengthened that. I love that. And I think that's actually also what has helped all of us at this time is that there is a lot of unknown and a lot of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And when we can hold on to the things that we do have control over, 
like how we move, how we pay attention to how we move, it can just bring a lot more calmness into a, a space of uncertainty and just being like, being okay as much as we can with what is unknown. And I think I saw that a lot in so many of you and felt it in myself as well during this training that there was no one that went, went into panic mode at all. Like in a lot of ways, if you were a fly on the wall, you wouldn't even really know it was happening in the spring of 2020 yes. because it wasn't sure. like there was this fearful or anxious um, energy. And I think a lot of that, again, comes from the community, but also this like, hey, you know, this I can be responsible for, which is myself and how I move and my specific actions and stuff. So I think you spoke to that so well. So thank you. Thank you so much. Much love. Much love. And and what's wonderful <laughs> is I had so many um, already existing teachers take this training and it was really designed for teachers in so many ways, many years ago when I first conceived it in my mind. And one of my friends, Drea from Germany, took it and she is already like many, I think ha- at least half the people that took it were already existing teachers Andrea had not already, she had had a training, but I'd like you to speak a little bit about what inspired you to take this training, having an already kind of specific methodology you were practicing, Drea. Hi, Lara. It's Andrea from Germany, of course. (laughs) And um, to answer your question, what it was, I was intrigued. I was literally intrigued. I teach for nine years now. Exactly. I started to teach in April, 2011. And I started as a vinyasa teacher, not a traditional teacher. My, my um, education was already very Western-oriented. But soon after, I got hurt. I hurt my uh, left hip joint. And some of you know or see or could see uh, during when I moved, Eva, we met in um, Dublin. And you can see how I struggle with some movements. I like goddess by now. <laughs> But um, soon after that, I found a method um, which was very formal and pragmatic and taught me to use my body as a vehicle, as a tool. And this vehicle is meant to bring me somewhere, somewhere specific, out of my habits, out of my kinks, out of my um, imbalances. This method I learned, in uh, it was quite early, it was in 2013. was eye-opening for me. It was so magical for me. And that was the point. It was magical. It was mystical. And I had no problem to understand it and to use it for myself, but to really embody um, the magic in it. And I thought there must be a way to find something, to put it into words that I can understand. And when I can understand the words, I can transfer it and give it to my students as a tool they can work with, you know, and, and not only one tool, but but several tools, because you can use a hammer for a nail to hang up a, a drawing, but if you use a hammer for everything in your house, everything will be flat. So you, you, you have to use different tools. And when I met you online first on Instagram, I was, at first, I have to be honest, I was like, she can't say she doesn't do forward folds. She can't say that. Why does she, why is she saying that? Because I learned forward folds, hangs, you know, turning inward and, you know, facing yourself and, you know, really 
uh, standing meditation. For me, it was a standing, uh, a hang is a meditation, a way of meditation for me. So I listened to your podcast. I listened to you, what you have to say on Instagram. And I, I felt like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. But there was something pulling me towards this method. And then, of course, I visited you because I, I said, I need to meet this woman. And I visited you, visited you last year in, in Princeton. We spent a wonderful afternoon and I enjoyed it really, really much. And I hope I can make it this year. And then I thought, okay, this is a method I can verbalize. The magic of the method I already taught for several years and put it into a sequence, a formal sequence. And, and, and it, I don't want to talk about traditional yoga or not traditional yoga, but a sequence to be sustainable, to make me, me healthy, to make me able to move until, like Julie for, uh, said, or when I'm 60, 70, 80, 90, until I go to sleep forever. I want to move every day of my life. I want to move better. So this was initially, initially the doubt. I have to say the doubt about she, it's not possible that everything is different from what I learned because the formal practice, we, we, we use our body as a tool, a vehicle, an instrument, a house, you know, the body as a house. And you need to know where to go in your room to, and you need to know every rooms, not only the ones you like, you also need to know the rooms you don't like too much. And there you have to go and your method matches the magic of the method I learned before. So that was the reason. And, and I'm so happy I did. At first, I was really overwhelmed. It was overwhelming for me. Uh, but by now, I really, really must say I can move better. I just talked to Sharon only an hour before that my um, stability, the connection between my upper and lower body, which has a, a, a meaning for me, like the stability, the foundation and the ability in the upper body, is so much more connected in so many ways. Like the bridge in my brain would be, uh, it's getting bigger, you know, like, and this is the bridge between my lower and my, my upper body. It gets bigger, more integrated, and I can move more freely with that. Oh my gosh. I love that. You're such a, you're such a um, poet with your words and you like quite a few are taking this as, as a, English as a second language. and um, you are speaking English as if it's your um, native language without a problem. It's and how you even express it in a in this poetic way is so beautiful. Oh, well, thanks. I'm for one very grateful that you took it. I was so excited, so excited, and I could see, I could sense and see visually also some small shifts that I think ultimately will have long term big functional outcomes for you, for sure. I, I started to integrate already small bits and pieces into my teachings. My students love it. And also the students, um, they volunteered for my final exam video. They are excited about this, what, what, I did, what, I, what I taught them and what I do and how I mix it up with this magic and this formal, pragmatic uh, method. And I'm just a Westerner. I mean, I like it. I, I, I can work with it. Mm -hmm. I can use a hammer. I can use a screwdriver. I can use this method to make things work and move it 
one of my favorite words is move. Like it's um, one of mine too. I just, I was, I was saying when I was before we all got on this together and we were talking informally how I was just doing a voiceover and it was so hard to just kind of do it naturally. And one thing my husband said is, he's like, you know, you say move like five times in three sentences. And I'm like, well, there's not a lot of other words for move. There really aren't. Like, give me another good verb that actually describes it. Like movement, there's not really. So I said, I'm okay with that because it's what I've, what I like to do and what I, and what it, it, it encompasses everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Drea. Thank you for taking it. And thank you for sharing your wisdom here. Thank you for inviting me and for having me. Love you. I love you. Oh, so uh, moving on to Sarah, another lovely woman from another country. Um, Sarah, we had the privilege of being together for a short amount of time when I was doing a training um, with Yoga Girl Teacher Training, and I came in for a brief time, and then you decided you wanted some more of me. <laughs> so I would love to know, like, what was it that sparked that desire to to know this methodology? Because I didn't share that as much. I just was sharing more functional anatomy principles, and certainly I was teaching my lit classes, but what inspired you to go and and delve deeper here? Hi, I'm Sarah from Luxembourg, and uh, yeah, we we met each other in person like last year, and it was was amazing. I contacted you; it's almost three years ago on uh, social media because I was in so much pain, and by the time I was. 27 years old and I couldn't move because I had sciatic pain and I was just like, this, this, this can't be it. I mean, yoga is supposed to be like this magic pill for, for everything. I mean, we are supposed to heal our bodies with it. And um, that was not the case for me. So when I took the training last year, you were one of the reasons I actually took it because I had been taking your classes online and they were just they were so challenging, but they did so, so well for my body. And it was actually the only time I wasn't in pain, like 24-7. And um, when you came to Aruba, this was just, oh, I was raving about you before you came. Like from the start on, I was just like, just wait when Lara gets here. She will just, yeah, she would just bring some energy in it. And it was the case. I mean, we took classes with you 50 people and the energy was just just went through the roof i mean the room was vibrating everyone was standing tall and just be here in the moment and present and i was just like okay this is what i want to do when i teach and uh, that that was the reason i just went on with it because after the training it was wonderful but i felt a bit lost what I should do. So I didn't really teach people. I gave some privates here and there and always uh, started with posture. And so I knew, okay, I had to do this online training. I, I mean, I wrote you several times, uh, several times when it's coming out and I was just like waiting, refreshing the page. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it was clear from the beginning that I would go further with this training because it made me feel better. And to this day, when I take 
classes, like classical vinyasa classes or more classical yoga classes. It's just, yeah, there's always pain involved with it. And that's not the case with the lip method. So this is a clear sign for me that uh, that's the right thing to do. Well, yes, definitely stick with it and, and teach it now. So what are your plans to do with it? Well, my plans are to start teaching for real. I uh, gave the exam class uh, yesterday to my husband and it was so much fun. He is even asking me to give him classes on a regular basis now because he benefits from it too. He's uh, yeah doing some weight training and um, it really helps him to have better posture and just not to bring pain in, into his body. So yeah, now I'm looking to get uh, emails from people and just gather some people and organize some uh, Zoom classes and hopefully doing some privates in person soon too. Yeah. Well, by getting your husband's approval, I think that's sometimes the hardest stamp of approval to get. So you're off to a good start. <laughs> no, way yeah, to go. I mean, he's all about the core. He's just... Uh... Yeah, that's, it's always, that's why I know, I think sometimes people don't, you know, people that might not consider themselves wanting to do a yoga class, quote unquote, or something like that. This is a, it's inviting to almost anyone because it can, it can, you, everyone can find something that they might not have expected out of it. So, yeah. What I truly like the most is that you don't come here and say, okay, I want to heal your back, do this and this to heal yourself. I mean, it's not, it's, we are not victims to our body. And I found that like really empowering that we are in charge in a positive way. And that's what kept this training be so wonderful. It just gave us all the tools to, yeah, to just be present in our body and just listen to it. And also in a, in a mental way, it's just, yeah, it's just so empowering to know that you're in charge. And that's, that's the beautiful thing in the lip method. Mm, thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that, Sarah. Thank you, Laura. Well, I know Alex has um, taken my classes similarly to Sarah for a while. And can you tell me what it's like for you now that you have taken the classes, but now you've taken the training, what is it like to understand the, the whys a lot more, understand it in depth? Sure. So hi, I'm Alex from Montreal, Canada. Um, I've been practicing online with you for a while. And when I discovered the method, it was through Instagram. And I was just doing peace and when I could, you know, squeeze in a little bit of reset and I already started to feel better. And as I was starting to teach, so I started teaching three years ago, it was, you know, classical vinyasa and nothing wrong with it, but I didn't feel exactly really nice in my body. And when I started practicing with you, I was like, I need to learn to teach this. So I was doing your classes, but at the same time, trying to remember things you were saying so I could use that in my own classes because it would make a difference, just tiny little things. And when I saw you were finally putting um, the training out, I was a little bit like Sarah, just waiting for the training to come out and register because I knew this would change my life, but also my student's life because I felt so ready, but I felt I was still, I didn't have all the elements, the knowledge to be able to share exactly the method. And even just two, three weeks in the training, 
I'd say I felt so much more confident at the time where we could still teach in person, stepping into a class and it, it was like magical. All of a sudden, I didn't feel sorry to not teach the same thing anymore. And even if I had four or five people in some classes, I just knew what to say. I felt I could explain if they had questions after when they come to see me. And it's just, it was really this switch in my body and in my mind when I was stepping into a class, knowing that this feels good in my body and I want to share with everyone else. And I really felt people coming after class and kind of saying, hey, this is different. What what are you teaching? Is this a style? Is this a method? And I could put a stamp on it and be, yes, this is the lift method. This is developed by a physical therapist. And I would give your name. I would give your Instagram. And I felt so proud to be part of it. And yeah, it completely switched. I think it's really the confidence side of me because it felt good in my body, but now I could say why. And I could explain to people, Hey, this is why I don't teach this. And it's okay. Cause people would ask, Hey, how come you never teach standard four or four though? You know, just regular things like that. So it felt really great. And actually I have to share this because yesterday I taught a zoom class. I'm not a lot into zoom teaching, but I said, okay, let's give it a shot. It was for a corporate group. And I thought completely from A to Z, the, the lit method. And I said, I'm just going to go with this. I don't know those people. It was just a sub. And at the end, everyone <laughs> came back um, and they were like, wow, this is so hard. This felt so good. What is this? This is so different from what we expected. And they hired me to give them weekly classes now. And I don't know those people. And I said, this is thanks to the lit and the confidence I have. So I just want to say thank you because it's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have the chills. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> that's so amazing. Well, I think, you know, I... I, I think what, what the way you're describing it is, and, and I can feel it through your words, is that you're getting the the education to understand um, fully what you're doing and how, then how to teach it. Exactly. And I think that it's always been a mystery to me, and, and not just from a physical therapy standpoint, but just from being a person who knows that we are in a body and our body moves. And the yoga that a lot of us are practicing involves movement. So it's always a mystery to me that so little of most trainings are dedicated to understanding the body at all. You know, it, we talk, there's a lot of talking about maybe the philosophical and all that. And again, I don't look at these as, as you guys know, I don't look at them as separate. I look at it, they're intertwined, but what we can do as educators, I can't tell somebody how to feel or how to act. I can pretend like I have all my shit together and give them sage advice, but that's not really honest. What's really, and, and, and not going to last very, it's not putting the power in the person's hand. It's kind of telling you like, here's what you should do that I'm doing or that I'm saying that you should do versus here's what, how I'm going to teach you how to move in your body that you, that belongs to you. Ultimately you have the operation of it, but you, if you're not given like some instructions at a certain point, uh, then it will just operate a little bit willy-nilly. And then, you know, you're not going to feel your best. And then it's just this whole kind of sequelae from there. And it's such a clear way to go in and and really affect somebody, their energy, their their feeling of confidence, of 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 everything. We know that. And so it, you're just speaking to it so well, which is just, you know, it, this is what I think, of course, it's, my opinion, but it seems to be shared by a lot of you. You know, this is what we should be as educators: is 
is what we can do is, is help people move better. And yeah, you're helping the corporate world, which they need to move better. We know. Okay. So this is, uh, thank you so much for sharing that, Alex. Thank you so much, Lara. Thank you for everything. You're so welcome. So um, speaking a little bit more about the training, it was it's a 10-week training. It's online. I do in-person as well, but this is the first online. And um, Brittany, I know that you, like many others, were excited to take it. And I, I you probably didn't know much about what to expect, except that you were going to learn this method. But this is 10 weeks. How How is it different or similar than what you expected or surprising in any way uh, that just compared to what you might have done, what you might have thought was going to happen in, in, in an online training? Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Um, I, I love this training. I will say that it was... So I took my first teacher training in 2014 and it was a 200 hour and it was over the weekend. So like occasionally you had the break. So when I saw this one was kind of like a similar format, I was like, I have a lot of thoughts, but like (laughs) I wanted to know anatomy and what I didn't anticipate was how much that I was going to get. (laughs) It was incredible. Every week I was like, how can I possibly learn more? Where is she going to go with this? And it was so cool because each week was just based on a different part of the body. Um, mostly the core because like that's where a lot of like our energy is but I was like I wonder what next week's going to be and then the week after that so um, that was one of the things is that I didn't anticipate how much anatomy I was going to get I knew I was going to get it but I, I learned a wealth of information and it also it just it felt like being in a classroom like it even though it was all online so between the Zoom calls and between like going to sit down at like my TV and like screencast and just learn from you throughout the day, I was like, okay, time to go learn with Laura. Like this, and it was easy to be committed. Whereas, like I know on the weekends when I did my 200 hour before, it was like I was in the classroom for 12 hours. Whereas I could spread each week throughout my entire week. I didn't have to sit down for 12 hours on a Saturday and, you know, do back bends that entire day or do poses. And so that was really nice and made it easy to stay committed because I was like, okay, what's, what she got me going for next week? What, you know, how she, she just, you just kept me going back, like keep coming back. And so, um, those are two of the like main things when Julie was talking like because this happened halfway through a pandemic like the community so my first teacher training had four people (laughs) and this one had I think you keep mentioning like 180 and so just like being able to come onto the zoom calls and everyone's just like voicing the same thing yes I feel better yes I feel different and I feel stronger and I'm like yes like I want to be with these people they're all talking the same like you know they're, they're sipping the juice, Lara. <laughs> and it's just, it's so, it's so good to be around that. I love being around people who want to move better, to feel better. And yeah. So I those love are that. my yeah. thoughts. <laughs> well, I love that you're tapping on that because I think the other thing this type of work and teaching does is it really 
does fuel the feeling of our own empowerment. And, you know, I don't think there's one right answer. I know that I've I've been in this long enough from a stage of like helping people physically who are really injured or damaged. And there's, you know, there's, there's a crossover into our mental, I mean, they're, they're connected. We know our mind body is connected. And, but what I have seen that doesn't seem to work well, and it never made me feel good is when you kind of stay in that place and share over and over, like where you are and how hurt you are and how the world has wronged you and blah, blah, blah. And, um, I don't think anybody benefits from that. You know, it's not it's not to hide or to to deny what all of our experiences are, but everybody's ex- everybody has their own experiences. And it's but I don't think it does anybody any good to to stay there and to share that over and over with people. And what I find in the yoga world in particular is there can be a prevalence of that. And again, it's this whole sage on a stage like this person's got all their shit together and everybody else is like you know, just, I don't know, like tr- treading water <laughs> where they've, they've been. And it doesn't do anybody any good to just tread water and feel sorry for whatever's happened. And <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I've seen that. And that's the other thing. So there's, there's been things over the years that have really like kind of not sit well with me. One is just like letting people just be like, oh, feel the movement and you'll get it together. And it's like, well, that's not going to actually be true if somebody has compensated for years, you know? So you do need to teach, educate people how about alignment. And then you also have to give them the power, like give them the sense of power that cha- that movement, movement creates change. And, you know, and that's going to be change in the way your body feels and the way your men- mental state is. And you, you, so I'm going off on a tangent, but you, you really spoke about like, how everybody was, it felt good to hear other people feeling good. And that's actually what we want to hear. We don't want to hear like, because then what we end up doing, it becomes like this, instead of being a competition, it's like a fuel, like, ah, this person's feeling great. I'm feeling great. We're all like, ah, high vibration. Not like, well, that happened to her. Well, that also happened to me. And that made me feel so bad. Made me feel really, you know, it's like, you almost get into this, like, I don't know, thing where you're just kind of almost one-upping what your experience has been versus another. And that just doesn't serve anyone. You know, we have to just know that everybody has stuff. Like I always say, you don't need to know what people's stuff is to know that they have it. And just to come to the plate with compassion and a heart open. Somebody needs you to be powerful for them, to help them be powerful, then do that. But um, don't diminish their power ever. So, yeah, I I will say that with like after learning from you like through the lit daily and then just before that on Instagram, it changed like the person that I was in the classroom. So I would always like even when I wasn't teaching, I would try to participate in other people's classes. And when those like poses came up that didn't make me feel good, I would be like, well, what would Laura do? Like, what's speaking to me? And I wouldn't try to outdo the person next to me on my mat. I, I'm like, why are you, I'm just going to hang out here in bridge pose. And it kind of just speaks to what you just said. Like, I'm not trying to impress people. I'm not there to like put my stuff onto other people's stuff. 
I'm just going to be on my mat and I'm going to make my body feel good because I'm not here to, you know, try to outdo someone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like we just have to be like outdo ourselves from the day before in terms of being better people. (laughs) That's what the style does. Thank you. Thank you so much, Thank Brittany. You. Thank you. Um, Ava, so talk to us. You, um, Everybody here is was an already existing teacher. This is what's fun. But now that you're in the end of this 10 weeks, what, what are you excited about for the next stage after this, after this training? Hi, Lara. Um, I'm Ava from Antwerp in Belgium. And there's so much to be excited about. Um, I think your uh, one of your slogans on your tank tops sums it up in three words, uh, to be the movement, to be it myself. Uh, it has had a huge impact on my own practice, um, but also on a bigger scale. Um, I look so much forward uh, to applying all the knowledge that I have gained um, and the extra confidence that just came from all this knowledge and from being connected to, um, yeah, like-minded, uh, teachers, um, yeah, that I can use it to really make an impact on people's lives. Um, so to really be a catalyst in that movement, uh, and, um, to make a lasting difference and impact on how people feel in their body, in their mind, in their spirit on a daily basis. Um, through this yeah, super ingenious practice because nothing, it's been said before, nothing is random. It's all very meticulously curated in a way. Um, and uh, that's, I feel like I can really contribute to someone's well-being now more than before. Um, and yeah, that's what I'm mostly uh, looking forward to. Also that it's a style that is accessible to so many people. You can. Um, if you as a teacher have the knowledge and the creativity, you can really build it to a very personal level um, for, for your students. Um, and um, I've had it happen during the training itself that someone reached out to me. And um, even still being in training, I have done teacher trainings before. But yeah, when people come to you in a yoga class with certain injuries or, or issues, um, you always are, at least I, I will speak for myself. I was always a little taken aback because I'm not a physiotherapist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical person. Um, I'm not a psychologist, but now I feel so much more uh, knowledgeable uh, that I can through yoga uh, really help them um, because as yogis, we know how yoga has impacted our lives, but it's still a whole other thing to really, um, transfer that to another person. Um, And I think with this method, it is really possible. It's also accessible in the way that the focus is here really on on physical well-being. And um, obviously, we also touch upon the more spiritual side, um, but it comes through the movement. And I have also seen that this is a lot more accessible for people. Sometimes they're um, a little bit... um, yeah, um, I'm looking for the word in English now. Um, a bit um, turned off by, or yeah, turned off maybe because they have this image about yoga that it's all 
wishy-washy or that there's a lot Woo-woo, of sitting yes, still yes. and chanting mm-hmm. going on, which is obviously, if that's what you like, it is possible. Um, but I feel like if you can get to know yoga through this pra- practice, there's a, a lot more also to explore. And um, But you start off from something so enriching. Yeah. Um, I like that. And I, you know, I was just thinking, I don't know why it just came to my, cause first of all, that was so eloquent and it just came to my head, my, like in my brain, I was like, those things are all wonderful. They're like accoutrements, you know, like fit like a jewelry, like you wouldn't walk outside with just your jewelry on. Right. It's like, those are nice little add-ons that, that, and that are embellishment and that feel like kind of accentuate but but by themselves are not going to really hold you together in this, mm-hmm. you know, to add those elements. And I think that's why some people find those things that, that they know intuitively, those aren't the ingredients alone are not what are going to resonate. And mm-hmm. this is just movement just resonates with people when they feel all of a sudden. I mean, I did this interview and I, I had this woman do three minutes and she's like, oh my gosh, I just want to keep going, you know? And she wasn't, you know, she was just kind of doing it as part of the interview. It wasn't even like, you know, she had any full commitment to it, but then it was, and it wasn't that I did it. She just did three minutes of this movement Mm -hmm. and she could feel it. So yeah, you, you just, you just articulated that so beautifully. And everyone, like all of you, all of your students are going to be so lucky and are so lucky to have you because of your of your joy, and that's what we want to have is joy in in being um, being educators and being just participants. Really, I look at like facilitators. You know, we're just kind mm-hmm. of helping people um, as we help ourselves. So, thank you for that. You're welcome. And we're going to um, have last but not least, Sharon. So. For anyone that might be thinking about doing this online teacher training and, and coming into our, our lit family, um, what what advice would you have for them? Hi, I'm Sharon from New Canaan, Connecticut. Um, I wrote in my testimonial, I kind of made my testimonial a, um, a public service announcement. Um, so I made it kind of like, if you were to see this on a, on a wall in the grocery store, you know, entrance. You, you might stop and read it. And I wrote, PSA, looking for a yoga teacher training with the following checklist. Philosophy check, me- methodology check, anatomy check, physiology check, kinesiology check, functional movement check, get lit check. I've said, you'll get all of that and much more. You'll get an intelligent, patient, and most authentic yoga teacher, physical therapist, and studio owner, Lara Hyman, badass. You'll also get support, friendship, connections, laughter, tears, physical and mental strength, body awareness, empowerment, confidence, critical thinking. You'll get 10 lit, amazing sequenced classes for your own personal use. You'll get a strong, strong core, and you'll get lots of handstand play. You need the lit lit teacher training program in your life. It will make you a smarter and safer teacher and a more compassionate human being. <laughs> I know we're all clapping. Sharon. I know. And that's how- <laughs> I know. Thank you. I really don't have words. I, that That is just, um, thank you. Thank you. That was so, yeah. 
so perfectly, perfectly said. I think I'll hire you for something. <laughs> it all came to me, it just flowed. And I thought, you know, that, you know, you can get all of those things. And, and that's what, you know, lots of students look for in their training, but you're not going to get all of the rest and more. And on top of that, you're, you know, your incredible team, so supportive and never questioned, never, they met you. I feel like you and your team met, met us where we were in our practice. We could have been beginners. We could have been super advanced. We could have been, you know, not a teacher, maybe a teacher, maybe not teaching. Um, and you, you all met us where we were and we've all grown tremendously. Well, thank so, you. And we've all grown too. And I think, you know, it's what you put into practice on our mat too, which is being adaptable. We all adapted to online training. I, I don't think most any one of us had done any kind of online training thing. I didn't know how it would go. I knew it was necessary. I knew it like six years ago because I just thought not everyone is going to be able to come and train with me. And I need to develop something for teachers so that they can get, you know, whether or not they're going to go teach this particular style it's so kind of intertwined with the the method itself. It's it would be hard to um, dissect it and and take it apart. But I also think that it does leave room to like with um, Dre, like kind of to incorporate with what you're already doing. So I I just I just knew it, but I did I still didn't know like okay how is it going to be received? How is it going to land? If I don't I can't put my hands right on somebody. And I think that it has proven itself and it's proven that A, it draws really interesting, curious, critical thinking, diverse, um, passionate people. And that in itself, I think it's is, is, is huge. I, I mean, it really is. Um, the material, of course, I think is wonderful, but you all are really what make it because you come to it and you bring it to life you know, you really do. So I could say so much more about that, but I'm, I'm just so incredibly grateful for you all for doing the training, for being in my family now, for um, taking the time out of your day to do this podcast with me. And I'm sure everyone will love hearing it. And in the show notes, we'll have all of your names and where people can find you on social media so they can check out what you're doing in the, the lit teaching and all that. So Thank you so much for joining me. I love you all. And for everybody listening out there, um, as always, I'm pulling for you. Thank you. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.